Welcome to Elevate, the masterclass where we dissect the elements of exceptional achievement and lifestyle design with a focus on personal growth and real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here. And I'm blessed and grateful to be sitting with my coach, my partner, my mentor, the man, the myth, the legend, Trevor McGregor. This is part two of our original conversation, which was episode two, if you really go way back into the archives, to the early days of Elevate. It was one of the first conversations we had, and I wanted to bring out the man again, because he's very inspirational, and he's very joyful, and he will expand your mind, because that's what Elevate is all about. And so I want to ask you the question that I always ask, are you ready to take it to another level? I have no doubt today is that day. This is for entrepreneurs, real estate investors, and leaders who have a burning desire for the extraordinary. And I have to tell you that today we're taking it to the extraordinary because you're going to learn a little bit more about Trevor's background, his upbringing, you know, his model of the world, where he really came from, and what caused him to really make a massive transformation in his life. And the same with me, really, to many degrees, we, we kind of reflected on the similarities of our journeys, the similarities of our paths, and it's really exciting to really dive into that. And I want you to know that, you know, this is your opportunity to identify and apply what's relevant for you. What, you know, part of our stories can you relate to as well? And where are you on that path? Because where you're at right now doesn't have to be the end of that journey. It can just be an inflection point. It can just be that point where you made a decision or perhaps you know, you're on that path where you're making exponential growth. And we want to continue to support that in terms of inspiration, uh, innovation, innovative thinking, and really mind expansion. So I hope that you're enjoying this. I hope you enjoy the show. It's going to be a phenomenal show. And I want to, you know, really encourage you to take notes, but also share this with a friend, pay it forward, and share this with people that you know, this will inspire. Also, if you're enjoying Elevate, we thank you so much and would just invite you to follow Elevate Podcast on any platform that you listen to podcasts, or of course, where you can watch podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. It is uh, very helpful for us. And uh, we want to continue to elevate your thinking. We, we want to continue to elevate your access to new inspiration, to new information, and to new insights so that you can make quantum leaps forward in your life and in your business so that you can have whatever it is that you want. If you want to live a life without limits, whatever that means for you. That's what we're all about here. So if you're enjoying the show, thank you so much. Uh, the fee that we ask is that you just pay it forward and share it with a friend. Of course, it's 100% free otherwise. And so with all that said, I want to introduce you, I want to welcome you to this amazing conversation with the great Trevor McGregor. Trevor McGregor, my man, how are we doing? Blessed and grateful, Tyler. How are you? I'm always great. And it's crazy because we're kind of coming full circle here. Episode two was me and you doing this thing. And now we're here where we are. I mean, how does that feel to come full circle from your vantage point? Well, I've, I've I always wanted to be number one, but I'll take number two. But now, I mean, how many episodes are you in? And congratulations on having a world-class phenomenal podcast. And how many episodes are we in now? Oh, my goodness. Well, we're almost 150. And I'll tell you that it, it comes with surrounding myself with people like you, because you are somebody who challenges me to think bigger. You know, it's so funny. People ask me, they'll say, well, how did you get, you know, Dave Asprey? How did you get Seth Godin? Or how did you get, you know, a New York Yankees pitcher? Or how did you get a Hall of Fame wide receiver? Or how did you get whoever? How are you having these conversations? How are you doing these things? And the question, you know, the answer for me has always been surrounding myself with people who challenge me to think bigger and believe in myself, which is something that I really, really appreciate about you. So I just got to give you the shout out there. But does that resonate with you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you've had some phenomenal guests on that I would say are maybe some well known names. But man, I've listened to a ton of episodes that have so much goodness from people that are everyday, you know, business folks or real estate investors. So I think you've got a beautiful balance of, you know, real estate, business, personal growth, and really blending it all together, because it's really all about the brand elevate, isn't it? Don't you just hear on purpose and with purpose to lift humanity. And I think that's what every show is, is, is doing. So I mean, I'm, I'm blessed and grateful to be back. It's always nice to be what I call a boomerang 
podcast guest. And here I am coming back on the show. So thank you for that. Well, that's what happens when you're like tied to the hip forever. I mean, because we're basically <laughs> stuck with each other. So I hope you're 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 ready to continue this relationship. And you know what? Our friendship has continued to blossom. Uh, you know, our brotherhood, so to speak, in many capacities. And I just appreciate you. I appreciate how much, you know, we challenge each other to grow and that we laugh together. We have fun together. We do business together. It's great to be your business partner and to continue to not only challenge each other to think bigger, but overcome challenges and challenge others to think bigger. So what I wanted to do today was to really have, you know, more of a, you know, a relaxed conversation and really kind of check in with, you know, a little bit more about Trevor McGregor sort of coming up in the world. And maybe we'll have a maybe a little banter and I'll share a little bit about me kind of coming up as well. So we can understand, you know, where did this come from? Because I don't know about you, Trevor, but there was something within me as I was growing up that I didn't recognize, but it was like it needed to be unleashed. And it wasn't until a certain point in my life when it did get unleashed. And I'm so thankful that it did. But did you have that same experience yourself? Absolutely. And thank you for that. And I guess to go back a little ways, you know, I am um, a middle child of a, you know, a blue collar family. We weren't broke, but we certainly weren't rich. And at the end of the day, I mean, you know, being a middle child, obviously, sometimes you feel like the odd man out because you weren't the firstborn that was the trailblazer of the children and you weren't the baby. So you didn't get babied. And so oftentimes I'd find myself, you know, following what my you know, older sibling did or what my parents or teachers wanted me to do. But, you know, looking back at it now, I was literally, you know, following the leader rather than being a leader. And I knew that at times it didn't feel right to, you know, go and do exactly what my sibling was doing or, you know, do exactly what the teacher wanted. Because I know that we're all born creative. We are all born with this almost this entrepreneurial juice to go out there and explore and lift up rocks and find things that interest us and, you know, really um, grab life by the horns. But unfortunately, I think we get dumbed down as well. We're told to, you know, go to school, pay attention, sit there and be quiet, you know, uh, stop daydreaming and all these things. And at the end of the day, I think that curbed my enthusiasm a little bit. And maybe, you know, through elementary school, junior school, high school, I played a little bit smaller than maybe I would have until I started to read the books. I started to listen to the audios. I started to, you know, go to these little events in my late teens and early 20s where, you know, I soon found that, you man, we've all got an equal opportunity to unleash the power within, so to speak. And that's really what I started doing, go off to college, study business, go work for a company. And I'll let you jump in on that. But that was really my upbringing from, I guess, the time I was born till, you know, I headed off to college. No, well, and I'm really grateful that I asked you that question, because honestly, I didn't even know that you were a middle child. I, I did not know that. So, um, and I, I'm actually really fascinated with the uh, birth order, because I think there's a that has a lot to do with personality and all these things. But well, that's a conversation for another day. But I'll just kind of share a little bit about sort of my upbringing as well, because I was the youngest child of, of two, you know, I had an older sister. And it's interesting that you said that you found yourself maybe following the leader in some ways. And perhaps that was a subconscious thing that I did as well. But, uh, you know, it's interesting as I grew older, you know, it's almost like I was a little bit rebellious, perhaps because of that my sister was more of the rule follower. I was more of the, you know, what rules are meant to be broken. And that certainly got me into trouble in many ways. But I also grew up in, you know, a middle class, uh, middle class upbringing. We, we weren't or we weren't, you know, super rich or anything like that. And, you know, but the thoughts of, hey, money doesn't grow on trees and things like that, or hey, we can't afford that or, you know, and it wasn't meant for any other reason other than that was the belief, right? And we were surrounded by beliefs. And I just find that to be really interesting. Now, the more that I've expanded my beliefs, the more that I look back and say, well, what you believe, you know, what the mind believes and conceives, it can achieve. And to me, that's really, really fascinating, because perhaps, that's the root cause maybe of circumstances, right? And, and I think you and I have identified that, yeah, we believe that that is the root cause of many circumstances. But, you know, like you, I, I know that in our first conversation, you shared that you always dreamed of being a hockey player. And of course, yes. you know, you being from Canada, you know, I can understand that I was always driven to be a basketball player, you know, growing up in Kentucky, you know, like Kentucky is like basketball heaven, you know, that's what that's all we care about. I mean, we're thinking about, you know, the hoop going in, you know, the basket from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed. 
And, you know, it's so interesting because my, when my talents, you know, did not face that dream, you know, people would tell me, I remember as a kid, people, you can't do that. So what else are you going to do? You know, and it's really interesting because I remember that feeling of just being crushed, you know, and someone would tell me something like that. But as I grew older, you know, I had other thoughts and other feelings, but, but I always still had that dream. And so I don't know if that resonates with you. But did you ever have anybody who tell told you that you couldn't do that? Or there's something that you couldn't do that really, really stuck out to you? Absolutely. And I love that because whether it's me wanting to be an NHL hockey player here in Canada, you making the NBA in the US, I think all kids grow up, you know, wide eyed and hopes and dreams and aspirations. And I'll go back to the fact that I had many people tell me I was too small, right? Because I had the speed on skates, but I didn't have the size, right? And so literally you go through that, you know, gosh, I'm not going to live my dream. What do I do now? right? And you know, what do you do when you're not going to make the NBA or the NHL? You go off to college, right? You literally, you know, told to go get an education, go to work, get a good job, work hard, retire at 65. And, you know, I remember thinking even at the time that I was entering, you know, college, I studied business because I thought that would be a really good, you know, background to have to do many different things. And, you know, I thought I'd go join some company and, and really, you know, um, kind of work up through the ranks. And ultimately, because that was what I believed we were supposed to do, that's exactly what I did, right? Yet I looked around and, you know, I knew this at the time, Tyler, but I never really recognized it till later that, you know, I was falling in the paths of what I think my parents wanted for me, right? I think they wanted me to go to college, study business, get a job and kind of follow in the footsteps of, of, of other people. However, where the story turns here is I looked around at my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, and they were all more of the entrepreneurial cloth. I'll give you an example. My grandmother literally came from a very small town where she had a general store. And, you know, the general store sold all those goodies that general stores sell, like candy and bread and fresh baked goods and all of that stuff. And she was an entrepreneur. My grandfather was a farmer. He was an entrepreneur, right? My aunt owned a hotel in the mountains, the Rocky Mountains of, of Revelstoke, British Columbia, and she was an entrepreneur. My great aunt and uncle in Calgary, they owned a ton of real estate and rental properties. And so I could see all of this around me in my extended family. And yet here I was going off to get a, you know, a college degree so that I could get in line at the you know, corporation. And like I said, I knew it, but I didn't think that that was for me until later in my life. And I'll let you reflect on that. And then we'll come back to where I went from there. But it's a, it's a fascinating story when you've got hindsight to see the path you've gone down and then to think of other things that maybe if you really would have stopped to ask better questions or surround yourself with, you know, different people, like had I spent more time with my, my aunts and uncles, or had I spent more time you know, with some of these people, could I have become an entrepreneur even earlier? Well, I'll throw that over to you. And then we'll continue the story. Well, there's so much good stuff there. And and uh, so much more that I'm really learning about you that I didn't know either. So I, I'm appreciating this conversation from so many different facets. But, you know, it's interesting to really reflect back, um, you know, sort of on my upbringing as well, because it's very, very similar. Because when that dream was squashed, perhaps maybe it was subconsciously, in some ways, I would say, oh, well, they don't they don't know that I really am going to make it as an NBA player. And as, as goofy and silly as that sounds, you know, that was my thought as a, you know, 12 year old or whatever I was. But as I grew up, like you, it's like, okay, well, what I've seen as success is going into business, right? And, and what does that even really mean from a, you know, a 13, 14, 15, 16 year old little boy, right? What does that really mean? But your references, perhaps become the direction that you take. And, you know, I think that um, that's, that's the direction that I took as well. I went to school in college for, you know, studying business, studying, you know, I got a degree in, in, uh, in marketing, that was my major. And uh, I'm still fascinated, by the way, and I know that you are as well. We have a very, very similar background. We're very fascinated with what drives human beings to do what they do. And that's really interesting to look back on, too, if you think about like the path that we took and, and everything. And I believe that life happens for us and not to us, right? So our entire path served us appropriately. So, you know, like you, 
I went to school to become a corporate employee and to climb that ladder. And as I started climbing that ladder, so to speak, right after school, I started to look around and say, all right, well, I want to really climb this ladder. If I'm going to climb it, let's climb it all the way to the top. I want to be in that corner office. And to me, that was like, man, that's like, you know, the ambition being unleashed because that's more than I'd ever seen. I thought that was the biggest thing ever. And I looked around and I said, well, wait a minute, you know, the, the, the whole feedback that I'm getting is that I need to be in this saddle for a certain amount of years before I can be considered to be for that next position. It didn't have anything to do with my effectiveness or my results or anything like that. And so that really didn't sit well with me. And my rebelliousness, kind of going back to that being the younger child, maybe, my rebelliousness said, this is not okay. I'm not, I'm not okay with that. And I looked around and everyone else seemed to be okay with it. Maybe they were okay with it, or maybe they just weren't listening to that voice. And so I just found that to be really interesting. But what I recognized is that I, I started to tolerate my life. It took me years to really say, all right, now let's draw a line in the sand and let's go in a different direction. And when I took that different direction, things started to open up for me. Now, was it easy? Absolutely not. I had to make transformations. I had to find people like you to be in my corner to really learn about what's going on in my mind because my mind was telling me that I can't. My mind was telling me that you know, if you do that, you might fail, you might lose money. And if you lose money, that could be fatal. And then what happens then, you know, because my mind is telling me if you lose money, you know, then you're going to be eaten by a lion like we would have, you know, millions of years ago. So I know that that has been probably a similar path that you've taken, but you've had to transform. And that's why I'm so passionate, you know, on the show about personal growth, personal mastery, because that's what it's all about. But tell me a little bit about your transition as you were in corporate and maybe feeling some of the same feelings that I was, how did that transition go for you? Well, I think it's a great jumping back in. And I love that for you. And, and again, I think mine is a little bit different because as I went off to college, then I did go work in corporate. I worked in hospitality, right? As the executive director of operations of this major, you know, Canadian company. And Man, I'm telling you, I uh, I literally did everything there. I did finance, I did marketing, I did some HR, I did, you know, all those things you do when you really, you know, start learning how businesses operate and businesses run. And I love the people side of it, Tyler. That's what I really enjoyed is, you know, when you're in that type of business, you're dealing with people all day, every day. And I was always fascinated, you know, what allows people to, you know, really enjoy their career and achieve, you know, somewhat W2 success, so to speak, and be happy. And what causes people to be miserable? And there was always that, you know, equation around money, right? Money being the end all be all and the holy grail. And once you get there, you got to keep going and try to make more and more and more and more and more. And I met people that were money hungry. And I met people that were, you know, just there to do the right thing and the, and the right job and all of those things. And, you know, I was somewhere in the middle, I wanted to do the right thing. And, you know, grow up and, and, you know, move up through the ranks of the organization. And then I also started to get itchy for money. I mean, you know, I was in my, you know, mid to late 20s, got married, had two kids. And I think that for a lot of people, even our listeners out there, you know, we start making excuses once we, you know, have this quote unquote baggage. And I don't mean to call it that in a derogatory way, but Let's say it's it's a little bit more of a responsibility. When you're married, you got the kids, you got the mortgage, you got to put food on the table. And so I think I settled for the paycheck in that corporate arena, you know, making probably less than I could have if I had gone somewhere else or unleashed my entrepreneurial spirit, so to speak. And I kind of just did what I did there, you know, year over year over year over year. So I think that, you know, we've got to be really, really cognizant when we're in a W-2 or we're looking to maybe move beyond it and again, unleash our entrepreneurial spirit. You know, what's causing us to stay or what's preventing us from moving? Because again, hindsight being 2020, I can tell you right now that I stayed in corporate longer than I would have because, you know, I needed that biweekly paycheck. And, you know, knowing what I know today, I mean, I did become an entrepreneur and we'll get to that in a minute, but man, I would have found a way to leave that W-2 sooner if I knew how to really step into what I'm doing today and have no limits. But does that make sense to you? 
Yeah, it does. And 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 I can really resonate with that too. And I, I know that you and I have served and worked with so many others who have felt that same fear, that same confusion. It's almost like a, a sense of overwhelm because when you start thinking about it, it's like, well, you know, what if all the, you know, the negatives and the downsides and all these things do happen, you know, how am I going to, you know, put food on the table for my kids? Or how am I going to put them through college? Or how am I going to, you know, pay the mortgage or, or rent and all these things. And so you almost understand it and can appreciate it. And certainly we look back and have empathy on ourselves for those thoughts. But you know, it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like when you walk on fire, right? If, if any of the listeners have been to unleash the power within Tony Robbins, you know that, uh, you know, if you walk on fire, there's nothing that you cannot do. And uh, you can do anything. And but but those beliefs, they surround yourself and they limit yourself so much. It's almost like putting, you know, blinders on or tunnel vision on your thought process, because your thought process only, you know, is related to all the negatives and all the downside. But I know that so many people that you and I have worked with, especially like through Elevate Coaching Academy, Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy, and all those people, you know, that we've really related with there have shared with us, you know, what they really want is they want to get out of the, you know, the fear of when is that next paycheck coming? Or how are we going to make decisions on how we're spending our time? Or, you know, how are we going to be where we want to be? I mean, I can't even think about that, because I'm thinking about how can I pay rent? Or how are we going to make sure, you know, food is on the table? And so I think that it's really important that we speak to folks like that, because there is a bigger future available to them. But it, it starts with and I don't know if you you would agree to this, Trevor, it starts with surrounding yourself with people who can help you think bigger. And I think yeah. that's where this conversation started. And I'd love to take it there. But how does that resonate with you? Well, it's spot on because, you know, you even bring up the members of the Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy being, you know, a little bit doubtful, fearful, anxious of maybe leaving that W-2 and either doing real estate, starting a home-based business, joint venturing with, with someone in an area that they're passionate about. I'm telling you, it's those little gremlins, those little saboteurs up here that hold them back. But once you find the right coaches, the right teachers, the right facilitators, the right tribe or community, kind of like what Elevate is, um, you start to see things differently. You start to hear things differently. You start to have more references to other people that have felt the fear of leaving a W-2 and they've got one foot out the door and the second one's not far behind. And we might be, you and I, being you know high-performance coaches, that, that little nudge that they need to literally make that final leap through the door almost like jumping off a cliff and, and knowing that the universe is going to help you build your wings on the way down because the universe always provides. And as I look back at my journey, right, of working in corporate, working in corporate, working in corporate, you know, I did get an opportunity in 2000, about 1999. So I'm really dating myself here for you youngsters. Uh, but the owners of the company said, Trevor, you're doing such a good job for us. We'd like you to invest in the company. Now, at the time, I thought they were giving me a really cool opportunity because, man, I thought I could invest some money, become a part owner and retire young and rich, right? What I didn't realize then is they wanted me to put my money in to keep me in the company because I was a very valuable employee and they didn't want me being headhunted or going off somewhere. So again, hindsight being what it is, I said, sure, um, you know, how does this all work? And they said, well, go you know, get a loan or raise some money or do whatever. And you know, can buy a, a very small percentage of the company, which was 10% at the time. And I thought, okay, I'll figure this out. So I went and I cashed in my 401k. I went and surrounded up a bunch of money from, you know, some family and friends. And Tyler, I even convinced my own parents to take out a second mortgage on the family home well into six figures because they trusted me and I was working for this company and they thought I was doing really well. And so I took all of that money and I shoved it into this company expansion plan. And for the first little while, it went great. I mean, we had a business plan, we were expanding, we were hiring more people, buying more um, stuff, moving into other cities. And then in around 2001, I remember it, right around the time the airplanes hit the towers in New York, we were expanding so fast, we were literally way in over our heads. And to make a long story short, we couldn't hang on and it imploded. And I ended up losing all of that money I put into that expansion. So there I was in my early 30s, right, 
not only did I just lose all of my money, let alone my parents' money, but it really started to cause a rift in my marriage, right? It really started to cause a disturbance in my body and I gained 20 pounds. And I don't know if the listener's ever been at a place where, I don't know, maybe you've lost money or you've had a dust up in your marriage or maybe you've been carrying a little bit of extra weight, but man, it sucked. And I was literally at rock bottom because I didn't know what I was gonna do. And that's where the story turns and thank God for me and thank God for you because if it wasn't for this happening, we wouldn't be here today. But I literally met a coach and that coach changed my life. And he said, Trevor, what's happened to you is truly unfortunate, but you're in your early thirties. You're married, you have two beautiful boys. You got to get up, dust yourself off and find a way to keep on going. And I said, yeah, but I just don't know how. And he said, well, have you ever thought of investing in real estate? I said, real estate? I don't know anything about real estate and I don't have any money. And he said, well, the way it works is you can use other people's money and take that entrepreneurial spirit and go out there and buy a property, fix it up, either rent it, sell it, refi it, and just keep rinsing and repeating. And Tyler, I, my back was up against the wall and, and I really didn't have a choice. And I really believed in this coach. you know. And it goes back to what you say. You never know when you surround yourself with the right coach, teacher, mentor, trainer, facilitator that things can spin on a dime. And I'm happy to say that, man, I invested my first little, you know, townhouse. Then I refied that and bought a condo. Then I refied both of those and I bought my first duplex. And that's when I figured out what cash flow was. And then I went on to buy more duplexes and more. And then I started to buy fourplexes and more fourplexes. And in a relatively short amount of time, not only did I make enough money to pay back all my failed loans, right? Even my parents, I paid them back in full and I still had a beautiful cash flowing real estate portfolio on the top of it. So again, looking back, you know, I needed that coach to really, you know, lift me up and say, Trevor, you're still a young man. You're smart, you're talented, you're wise, because I couldn't see it in myself. I saw myself as a loser. I just lost all my parents' money. I'm probably gonna, you know, end up, you know, sweeping gutters somewhere or sweeping streets. But this coach changed my life. And I think you know the rest of the story. I went on to continue my real estate, you know, empire. And then I wanted to pay it forward. So I ended up leaving the corporate arena and became a master platinum coach for the man, the myth, the legend, Tony Robbins, right? You brought up the firewalk earlier. And I literally was working with my own Tony Robbins coach at the time, you know, after this initial coach. And he said, Trevor, Tony's looking to expand the business division of his company. And we think with your business experience, your corporate experience, your real estate, and the fact that you're passionate about people, you'd be a great fit. And so, you know, I put in my resume and ultimately got shortlisted from 500 down to 200, 200 down to 100, 100 down to 50. And it's at that time, you don't become a Robbins coach. You got to go do the practicum. You got to go to all the events. You got to read all Tony's books, listen to all his CDs. And then once that's done, you're still not a coach. You got to go do a live interactive thing in front of his entire executive team. And at the end of the day, I did that. And it was grueling. It was tough. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. But when the dust settled, I graduated as the number two guy in the class and went to work for Tony Robbins as a master coach for over half a decade. Hey guys, just a quick word from our sponsor and we'll be right back to the show. This episode of Elevate is brought to you by CF Capital and you know how much I love real estate and how it can be a vehicle towards creating any outcome that you want in your life, which is really why we created CF Capital, a real estate investment firm that focuses on acquiring and operating multifamily assets that provide stable cash flow, capital appreciation, and a margin of safety for our investors, for our partners, and for the people that we serve. Our team leverages its expertise in acquisitions and management to provide investors like you with superior risk-adjusted returns while placing a premium on preserving capital. Our mission is to provide property investment and asset management solutions to help investors maximize their returns by investing in high-value multifamily communities. Our philosophy is that we can elevate communities together through this process. And I want to invite you to go check out cfcapllc.com because we have a free ebook that's called The Bottom Line, The 10 Ways to Increase Cash Flow in an Apartment Complex. And I want to tell you that this is a value 
packed ebook. So I want to want to invite you to go check that out right now at cfcapllc.com. I think you're going to get a ton of value just from reading this, whether you apply it to your own business or whether you educate yourself further on what it would look like if you invested with CF Capital. So go check that out at cfcapllc.com. Again, that's cfcapllc.com and enjoy the rest of the show. I'll tell you what, you're number one in my eyes, Trevor. So well, thank you. I can just tell you that <laughs> even though you were on episode two uh, and uh, you know number two there, but I tell you what, you are number one. But, but no, in all seriousness, I mean, it's a great story and it's a great reminder for all of us to for all of us to remember that problems are gifts or to recognize that problems are gifts. So that extreme challenge that you went through, which I'm sure at the time did not feel like a gift. It did not feel no. like silver lining was around every corner. It no. felt like your entire world was crumbling around you. It's really interesting that you mentioned how the company, you know, wanted you to invest in the company because they wanted to really put those golden handcuffs around you to really keep you there. And I think a lot of the listeners can resonate with that and can and probably relate to that in some ways. Because if you know, like, we're all designed to go big, we're all designed to be high performers, really, yeah. I mean, like, from a biological perspective. And when we know that we have such a greater capacity, and when we're being held back, that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel great. And and, you know, when you're making that transition from that problem, when you have a major problem and a major challenge like this, like this, you know, if you're fearful, if you're stressed or you're worried, you know, you put on weight or you maybe you get sick or you develop, you know, medical conditions or, you know, you have problems in your marriage or your, your family or obviously your finances and all these different things. You know, the question is, what's the support system look like? And, you know, for me, that's been the same as well. And like my my challenge was when I transitioned from being a W-2 employee to being an entrepreneur, it was a lot harder than I thought for a bit. It was because I didn't have the appropriate support system. And when I yeah. found the right people to help guide me, and to help, you know, me really get out of my own way in many ways, because my beliefs, right, I, be, I didn't believe that it was possible for me to go bigger. It di I didn't believe that it was possible because I didn't have the references. I didn't see that around me coming from the background that I came from. So I do think it's really, really important that we think about who are we surrounding ourselves with? And how are they lifting us up? How are they supporting us? How are they helping us, you know, connect to new, you know, opportunities or new relationships or new ideas? or understanding our own psychology, right? Or understanding that we can be a master of influence with others as well, and how we connect with them and the power, the limitless power that you can step into by being a master of influence. And so I just think that that's so powerful. And you think about the overwhelm and the confusion and the fear, but using that as major power to propel you forward, I just think is so inspiring. And so when I think about, you know, sort of both of our stories and obviously they're very different but in some ways very similar and i'm sure many of the listeners can relate within wherever whatever whatever part of their own journey they're experiencing right now when i think about how we're all designed to go big we're all designed to have a major impact on this world we're all designed to have an impact on other people we're all designed to create a legacy to you know to be creative and to experience all the beautiful things that this world has to offer you know, what is it that stick out sticks out to you about the people who decide who draw that line in the sand and say, look, I'm going in the direction of greatness versus, you know, mediocrity? Is there anything that really comes to mind for you? Oh, absolutely. So I love that. And I think it all comes back to what I hear you say on the Elevate show all the time is that we're designed to go big. In fact, you say that on a lot of episodes, just so you know, and you've got a real fan here listening to you as your partner. But at the end of the day, we are designed to go big and we aren't designed to literally work in factories and work in offices with concrete floors and fluorescent lights. We're bigger than that. And I think sometimes it takes an awareness of two things. Number one, your psychology, right? And having somebody implement, you know, show you some, some psychology tools or bigger ideas or possibilities, even if you don't believe they're, they're there yet for you, all we got to do is kind of open your mind up to possibilities. So once you have that person share with you that, hey, we have all been entrepreneurs since the you know, beginning of time. In fact, even if you go back just a couple hundred years, Tyler, people were butchers, they were bakers, they were blacksmiths and put shoes on horses, they were farmers. And so I think it's only been in the last 150 years or so that we have all, you know, conformed and went and worked in corporate 
right? And a lot of people are stuck there in corporate because they don't have the psychology and then the strategy to spring them from them. But if we even take a look at what we've done in our own, you know, coaching practices, you know, as high performance coaches and business strategists, I can tell you that, you know, when I learned all of the tools and the methodologies from Tony Robbins, and I felt the freedom of being a coach and a real estate investor and an entrepreneur, because I, I think, you know, some of your listeners might know my wife and I, we do a ton of different things as impact investors, as, you know, global publishers of children's books. And I mean, we have many companies, but I look back at the gifts that Tony Robbins taught me where not only did I realize that me breaking free of the W-2 was the greatest thing ever, but then I went and helped other people do it. And I can count on, you know, 10 fingers and 10 toes that I literally, and this is absolute truth, have sprung people, you know, from very high level careers at Microsoft, right? At Deloitte and Touche. I've had doctors leave medicine to enter into entrepreneurship. I've had people leave Bloomberg. I've had people leave a ton of things that didn't really allow them to live that life of, you know, limitlessness or financial freedom or time freedom or geographical freedom and some of the things that you and I teach. But again, it would have never, ever happened if I didn't start thinking back to what my grandmother did in her general store or my grandfather or my aunts and the hotels and, the, and all of the things. Because I think that all along, Tyler, I have been an entrepreneur waiting to be unleashed. But it wasn't until I found the tribe and the community that cheerleaded and championed that and said, it's okay to go. And if you make a mistake, you can rebound from it. Or if there's a hiccup and you lose a little bit of money, that's what we call a money lesson. And once you learn and you have that experience of losing money, I think you become better stewards of money not to lose it a second or a third time. So at the end of the day, I mean, we're putting a beautiful bow on all of this that if the listener is listening to this and they feel like they're stuck in, you know, Groundhog Day, or they've got doubt or fear or worry or anxiety, you know, just trust that somebody else has already done what it is that you want to do. Somebody else has already left corporate. Somebody else has already said goodbye to the biweekly paycheck. Somebody has unleashed their inner entrepreneur. And again, that's what the Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy is all about. It's where we give the tools like the psychology and the strategy that literally change the playing field forever. And I think that that's why it's been so well received and why you and I are both so excited to continue to unleash that thing. How would you speak to that? Well, I, I would just say that, you know, first of all, giving is better than receiving. That's something that I've really recognized over the past few years is that, you know, through the support and through the growth of surrounding yourself with great people and people who believe in themselves, they believe in you, they believe in, you know, the limitlessness that we're all designed for. It's amazing when you give that to other people and you show them that you don't have to be constrained by time. You don't have to be limited in your financial resources. You don't have to be limited in where you can be, you know, making decisions and choosing, you know, the type of people you want to surround yourself with or choosing the creative outlets of your own impact, because your impact and my impact, Trevor, is different, right? And in, in, in its own way. And it's, it's unique in what we were designed for, right? While human beings in, in general, and every single person listening to the show was designed to go big, they were designed to go big in their own way, right? That's it. And so that's the thing that I love about what you and I do. And, and what our tribe is all about, is that it's about unleashing that high performer, and it's about stepping into having, you know, unlimited time, having unlimited resources and resourcefulness and creativity and, you know, the joy of the freedom of all these things. But you can't think about that if you're in that stress and that fear and that worry and that confusion and that overwhelm, you can't think about it, you know? Well, well, that's just it. And I think that that's part of what we teach in the academy too, is that you're either making decisions from what we call your lower self, Right. You know, that's your, your, you know, scared, uncertain, saboteur-like, you know, thinking, or you're stepping out of your lower self to really do what the universe wants you to do is step into your higher self, right? That's where you are accessing courage and possibility and optimism and all of the things. I mean, take a look around at anybody that's great today. Take a look at Elon Musk, right? He's not living in his lower self. He's living in his highest and best self, right? Take a look at Richard Branson. He's not playing down here. He's playing up here. 
Take a look at Oprah Winfrey or J.K. Rowling, the woman that literally was told to stop writing these little stories about this guy named Harry Potter and go get a real job, right? She was living in her car for God's sakes, but she knew that she was here on purpose and with purpose and she kept writing and kept writing. And, you know, we now know what a, what a franchise the Harry Potter is today or, you know, how many companies Richard Branson owns or what Elon Musk's doing or how Oprah Winfrey is changing the world. But that's here what we're, we're all here to do that. We're all here again on purpose and with purpose to do nothing than to learn, to laugh, to love, to share, to grow, and to really make sure that we're living the number one law of the universe, which is expansion, right? The universe's number one law, and I teach this and I'm pretty passionate about it, is expansion. It's life bringing to us more life, life bringing more love, life bringing more abundance, life bringing more possibility, right? Life bringing you more experiences and travel and all of that stuff. Well, the only way to get into that is to start with this three pound mass between your ears called your brain. And again, that's literally what guys like you and I do. And I'm telling you, I've now celebrated doing over 25,000 coaching calls. And that's an actual statistic. That's not a made up number. I've got my black belt in literally understanding the human condition and why people think and behave the way they do. And that coupled with my own experience and my own journey, coupled with your experience and your journey, I mean, Tyler, we'd have to be idiots at this stage not to see how it works for ourselves, let alone people that we support. And it's an absolutely amazing laboratory to play in, isn't it? It's so it's it's so amazing. And one thing I think about is like, you know, how powerful you were talking about that three pound mass, you know, in our in our heads, right? We all have this, it's our brain. And if you think about that brain, you know, you've got the subconscious mind, you've got the conscious mind. And let's think about the power of this, right? Let's think about, you know, the different components of our brain. And obviously, we can get super detailed in terms of how we're looking at our prefrontal cortex and all these different things. But the point is, how are we using our conscious mind and our conscious thoughts? to plant seeds right into our subconscious mind, which ultimately support one identity or another, right? And, and you, I know you're very, very passionate about this. And of course I am as well. It's about being conscious of what we want our subconscious thoughts to be, being conscious of what we would like to believe ourselves to be because what we believe about ourselves becomes true. And Trevor, I'm sure you've seen this in your life. I have certainly you know, convinced myself of certain things or been surrounded by people like you or other people in the Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy as an example of people who have planted seeds in my life that have become true later because of how they've been rewoven into my identity. And I think about, you know, like as an example, like the eight weeks that we do in Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy, it's almost like a recalibration of your identity that yep. not only shows up in terms of actual reality in your life, in terms of how much time you have in terms of how much you know financial resources and freedom you have in terms of where you can go in terms of the relationships that you can develop the partnerships the new deals and all these exciting things which you can't see unless you're opening yourself up to that but it's amazing that transformation that recalibration in a short period of time the amount of immense transformation that can happen and then compound over the course of your life does that resonate with you well, it really does, because I think what you're sharing with the listener is it doesn't have to take, you know, five or 10 years. I mean, you and I are known for what we call turning decades into days. I mean, if we take your experience, my experience, 25,000 coaching calls working with men and women all over this beautiful planet, you know, I'm not just talking, you know, to you if you're here in Canada or America, I have these same conversations with my clients in the UK or Italy, or Hong Kong, or as far as way as Australia. And I think that you and I were even traveling down in Australia at the same time last year. That's how much we love having, you know, this opportunity to live a different life than maybe other people are. Because I'm telling you, Tyler, the only thing that's preventing anyone from having what they want is the story they tell themselves why they can't have it. And again, at the Academy, the Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy, we absolutely start with getting crystal clear on where you're at, what's working, what's not working, and what you're tolerating to give us clarity to get rid of it so that we can start to move people towards living in their highest and best self. And I'm telling you, it is absolutely 
amazing to watch people in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, even their 60s, see that it's never too late to want to make a change, right? But I'm telling you, it's going to take a different focus. It's going to take a different identity. It's going to take a different strategy. And then you're right. You got to draw that line in the sand and ask, you know, what are your standards? You know, what are you tolerating right now that if you literally were doing what Tony Robbins calls the rocking chair test, that is you're 95 years old or 105 years old, looking back at where you are today, you know, would you be proud of the way you're showing up? And if you are, congratulations. But if there's room for improvement, and I believe there's room for improvement in all of us, myself included, that there's always another opportunity or a sign that the universe gives us to join a mastermind, to hire a coach, to go on a retreat, to, you know, go to a meetup or do something because you can't just sit on your butt and watch Oprah and eat bonbons. You got to get out there and take what we call intelligent and inspired action. So to all of the people that have come through the Elevate High Performance Academy or your one-to-one -one coaching or my one-to-one -one coaching or even some of the masterminds you and I have run together and been in together, you know, I applaud them because the number one thing that I can absolutely put my finger on that makes all the difference is taking action, right? This is a great, you know, Elevate show. This is a great bunch of, you know, guys that really enjoy each other's company sharing, you know, experiences and history. But at the end of the day, if the listener isn't happy, if the listener knows there's another level to get to, if the listener is built for greater things, you got to ask when would now be a good time to take action? Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. And you know, one of the things that you and I are so passionate about is, you know, you think about thinking grow rich, you think of the secret and all these things when it's really about manifestation, it is about thinking, it's about creating your reality through your mindset. But it's also about recognizing when opportunity comes your way. That's the missing part of a lot of these, you know, teachings is that it's now about taking action. So when you see that opportunity, you take action. And we're not saying, hey, guys, we want you to be a part of our our, our coaching program, perhaps. But what we're saying is take action on your dreams. What is it that you see is possible for you? What is it that you is really speaking to you? Like Trevor, you talk about desire so much and it being from the father, right? Of the yep. father or yep. of source or of infinite intelligence. So what is it that's really speaking to you? And it is about taking action. So I just really appreciate the fact that you brought that up. And I think that there's so much here that we can really challenge Elevate Nation to really step up to the plate and say, what's next? Because if expansion is the number one law, then let's use that law to our advantage. Does that resonate with you? Well, it does. And I think that the listener can do it in any area, and whether it's in their career, in their finances, in their relationships, in their health, in their fulfillment, you know, with their significant other, or their kids or their aging parents or whatever, you know, take inventory, folks, take a look at where you're at and really ask yourself, is this where I want it to be? Or is there another level? Because we teach this in the program that why be good when you could be great? Or why be great when you can go up another level and be outstanding? Or why even be outstanding when we can go to the top of the levels there and live an extraordinary life or extraordinary life? And I'm telling you, you know, nobody's going to do it for you. You got to really take inventory of all of those different categories. And again, I'm a big believer that there's always room for improvement. And that's why I don't just talk the talk. I walk the walk. In fact, I have two coaches that kick my butt regularly, plus an accountability partner, plus you and you know all of my other favorite people on the planet. But at the end of the day, um, I think we're all meant to really do that inventory and to really ask ourselves what we're tolerating and then decide what we will no longer be willing to tolerate and find community, find a tribe, find a coach, a teacher, a mentor, a trainer, a meetup group or somebody because just like the name of this podcast says, we're here to elevate humanity. We're here to elevate your emotions. We're here to elevate your identity. And we're here to elevate your paycheck or your take-home pay. We're here to elevate your travel, you know, the intimacy with your significant other, your ability to parent at a higher level because a high tide lifts all boats. Once you start to become better in one of those categories, believe you me, it starts to lift other categories as well. Would you agree? Absolutely. And elevate your leadership skills, elevate your communication, elevate your negotiation. I mean, think yeah. about, you know, skills that are extremely valuable. 
and that compound in so many ways over time. And so, you know, I just find it to be, you know, one of the most inspirational things because the better it gets, the better it gets, as you always say, Trevor. And it's really fun. <laughs> you know, it's fun to live life this way. You don't have to just live a life of fear and confusion and doubt and worry and anxiety. Well, that is the average. And let me just tell you, you know, that is the overwhelming average. We don't want to be average. If you're listening to the show, you are not designed for average. You are designed to go big again. And so, Trevor, what's next for you? I know that when we talked, literally, it's almost been two years. Can you believe that since we first no, talked on this podcast? <laughs> That's amazing <laughs> to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you were obviously you and Lisa, your wife, your, your lovely, amazing wife, who was also on Elevate. Shout out to Lisa McGregor. Um, you know, you guys were really getting started on this new alphabet for, for humanity. And just give us a look behind the curtain. Where have things gone for now? And then what's next there? Well, thank you very much. And again, as a high performance coach, a real estate investor, an impact investor, um, my wife is cut from a very similar cloth, similar to what your wife is and Katie and a big shout out to her. But we really, you know, got to that point in our lives where we wanted to, you know, do something that was a, you know, a project that would support humanity, that would give back, that would, you know, kind of coach or teach or mentor or train, you know, kids and, and little ones at an earlier age. And so, my wife came up the idea um, to recreate what we call a new alphabet for humanity. And I'm just going to pop this up. And so if you're watching this, you can see me holding up a world-class number one best-selling book. And if you're listening to us and you can't see it, it's literally a children's book where she rewrote the alphabet. So instead of teaching that A is for apple and B is for boy and C is for cat and D is for dog, we want to get these different words, you know, into the minds of our children earlier because we believe that the earlier we can do it the better so she rewrote it where a is for abundance and b is for bravery and c is for compassion and d is for diversity and e is for empathy and it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and what we thought would be a fun little project here has turned into a mega you know a mega worldwide sensation we're selling books out of libraries bookstores amazon shopify all over the world. And not to mention, you know, it spawned um, some Alphabet for Humanity um, coloring books, some Alphabet for Humanity thought starter cards. Uh, my wife is working on her second book called I Can Change the World. And again, it's all done on purpose and with purpose to really get people to see that, you know what, we're all part of the universe, right? Uni meaning one, verse meaning song right? We're all singing the same song. We're all here on purpose and with purpose to, like I said before, to learn, to love, to laugh, to grow, to expand. And we believe that, you know, readers are leaders. And I know you read over 50 freaking books a year. You're crazy. I'm certainly nowhere near that. So a shout out to you. But this is a chance for us to get books into children's hands, parents, teachers, principals, grandmothers and grandpas, aunts and uncles. And it's also an impact project. So for every book we sell, we plant a tree. And I'm proud to say that we've planted tens and tens of thousands of trees in places like California, Oregon, Washington State, British Columbia, and believe it or not, as far away as Africa, right? And it's absolutely amazing to see people's faces light up, you know, when we do it for the good of kids and for the good of the planet. So thank you for the uh, platform to share it. But for anyone who wants to find it, just go to www.alphabetforhumanity.com. That's alphabetforhumanity.com. And I'm telling you, it makes a great, great gift for your own children, nephews, nieces, um, schools, libraries, you name it. But it all comes back to really that whole belief about expansion. It's, you know, really going out there and making a difference because we don't know how long we're going to be here. But while we're here, we're definitely going to step up to the plate and really take a shot at the ball. Well, it's a prime example of giving being better than receiving. And when you can get out of that fear and that doubt and the, all these, these anxiety and this confusion and overwhelm and all these things, there's so much more waiting for you on the back end of that. There's so much more joy. There's so much more energy, you know, the energy of giving and letting people's faces light up. And by the way, E should be for elevate as far as I'm concerned. So let's see, <laughs> let's see maybe uh, part two of that book. We'll, we'll revise that one. What do you think about that? Well, I'll, I'll run that by the missus. We'll see how well that goes. But 
You know, I, I say that that's something we've done. And what is it that the listener wants to do? You know, is there a book in you? Is there a podcast in you? Is there, you know, a program that you'd love to teach or train or mentor? Is there a hobby that, man, if you could find a way to monetize it, you'd feel like, you know, you died and went to heaven. Well, you don't have to wait to die and go to heaven. You guys can start to think and behave differently now to unleash some of that talent that's in you because we're not special. Like I said, I grew up a middle kid in a middle-class family and here we are today, you know, living a pretty exceptional life, traveling the world, helping other people, you know, um, all of those things. And we've been very, very blessed, but it's also come through a lot of blood, sweat, tears. I mean, when I hit rock bottom, you know, there in my early thirties, I, I didn't know what I was going to end up being or, or doing or having. And I'm telling you, um, I think what I found inside of me was the hunger and the passion to know that that was not what I was meant to do, that there was another level for me to get to. And like I said, Tyler, thank God I found that coach because he literally changed my life. Yeah. And that's such a good reminder too. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because every single person listening, there is something that's trying to speak to you. Is it, is it a podcast? Is it a book? Is it, you know, a new business? Is it a new investment? You know, is it a new place to travel to? Is it, you know, a new philanthropy? I mean, there's so many things out there that you can really make your own impact and make your mark um, and really experience that joy through. So we just want to call you, you know, to action to really take action on your dreams and your desires and your what's on your heart right now, what is really speaking to you, because that would really fill up our cup. I know that for sure. That's, that's why I love doing this podcast is because I know that every single time we turn on this microphone, somebody's life is going to be changed, somebody's going to have a new idea of an expansion idea or an expansion belief or an expansion conception that they can go in and put into action. And so there's no limits to our future, Trevor. I know that uh, when we listen back to this in two years from now, and what we're doing, then can you only imagine where we're going to be and the people we're going to help and the you know, all the people that are going to be a part of our world, and really, really hanging out with us and, and changing, you know, other people's lives as well. Because guess what, the better it gets, my friend, the better it gets, as you always say. So Trevor, is there any parting thoughts or words of wisdom that you leave Elevate Nation with today? Well, again, I invite everyone to do that inventory, you know, take a look at where you're at and where you're at isn't good or bad or right or wrong. It really isn't because Tyler, nothing has meaning until we assign it a meaning, right? So be very careful because we're all meaning making machines. And, you know, we're like on autopilot saying this is good. This is bad. This is good. This is bad. Well, I'm here to ask the viewer and the listener to suspend that and just check in. And right, don't rate it on a scale of one to 10 and go, you know, two's bad. I, I really have a long way to go to get to 10. All you got to do is set the intention to improve. If you're at a two, the goal might be to get to a five, right? If you're at a five, the goal might be to get it to a seven or an eight. But I'm telling you, every single person listening to this show right now has a unique opportunity to literally surround themselves with the right psychology and strategy to absolutely go from where they are to where they truly want to be. And the other thing that I'll say is, you know, it might take some time because I truly believe that God's delays are not God's denials. That once you set your, you know, your path, you got to absolutely hold true. Even if times get tough, even if you hit some roadblocks or obstacles, even if, you know, you don't get it right away. But I'm telling you, the universe doesn't play favorites. It doesn't give things to Tyler and Trevor and not you the universe plays fairly with every living creature on the planet. And so I'm here to tell you to keep the faith, to remember that God's delays are not God's denials and to stay true to who you are. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons why I know you and I are so passionate about what we're doing with Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy, because we know that we can serve people, but the call to action is not necessarily, Hey, go check out Elevate Coaching Academy, you know, because it may or may not be for you right? If this is only really for people who are ultra committed to really getting out of playing it small and, and going big and really living a life of, of unlimited joy, unlimited fulfillment. And you know, what I'm saying is, really, you know, what is that call for you? Because it may be a different direction, it may be surround yourself with someone else who can help you think bigger, it may be surround yourself with another, you know, mastermind or another group that can really help you really recalibrate your identity because what you believe about yourself is what becomes your reality. So 
there's just so much value in this conversation, Trevor. And I'm just so grateful for our friendship. I'm so grateful that we challenge each other and that we hold each other accountable. And you can't ask for anything more in this world than to have fun with somebody else and to really challenge each other to become the next version of themselves. So I'm just so grateful for our friendship. And I just really am excited to see where we continue to take this over the next few years. What do you think? Well, I appreciate that. I echo that right back to you, my brother. We have a lot of fun. Um, you know, they always say that a day without laughter is a day wasted. And you and I don't waste any days. We're always, you know, showing up with a smile on our face. We're always laughing and having fun because it's not a chore. You know, improving your life isn't something you have to do. It's something you get to do. And if Tyler and I can help you do that, great. If it's another mastermind or coaching program, great. But do yourself a favor and, you know, at least check out, you know, the opportunities and the options available to you. But yeah, where we're going to be a year from now, my brother, or two or three or five is going to look radically different because of our defiant commitment to keep climbing the ladder of success. And that might be in, you know, attaining that financial freedom that's available to us or that time freedom, that geographical freedom, that freedom to impact, but most importantly, the freedom to choose who we hang around with. And I'd hang around with you any day. And I know you'd say the same for me, but I'm telling you, you literally, you know, become who you hang out with. And I think that's why we gel so well together as we're always, you know, coaching each other up and having a good time doing it. What do you think? That's exactly right, my friend. And uh, the, the more fun it gets, the more fun it gets as well. So <laughs> yeah. the adventures will continue and I'll look forward to round three, my friend. But until next time, Elevate Nation, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, you know, go check out Elevate High Performance Coaching Academy. Just go to elevatecoachingacademy.com. We do have a free workshop there for you. You will guaranteed get massive value from checking that out. So if you have uh, a moment or you want to make a moment to go out there and change your life, we invite you to do that. So Trevor, again, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Tyler. Keep it up. It's an awesome, awesome show. Take care. My pleasure. Elevate Nation. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit elevatepod.com.